Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast. But what would have been round for 2020? We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and Rod Carter Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain, and joining me is a man who is demanding Nat Fife be deregistered from the AFL. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Uh, g'day, Michael. Uh, I'm going hard. This, uh, I'm starting off. I'm, I'm, I'm angry. I'm mad. I'm disappointed at Nat Fife. I think he's an absolute fucking disgrace, and he thinks he's better than everyone else. He thinks he's above the law. He thinks he can do whatever the fuck he wants. And I just say it is time for the AFL to put their foot down and get this motherfucker out of the league. The sooner the better. We'll all be uh, happier just in our lives in general. Yeah, gotcha. So this is about him going surfing at Margaret River? Did he go surfing? <laughs> Wait, what did, he did what? <laughs> he got photographed. He went surfing in Margaret River. Oh, well, this just fucking adds a little bit more weight to my day. Who does he think he is? Like, you, you, he doesn't live near Margaret River. He has no reason to be down near Margaret River. Apparently he was driving uh, driving his dad's truck down to that area and he th- went by the beach and thought, oh, I might pop in and have a bit of a surf. He just happened to have his wetty and his uh, board uh, in the back of the truck and, and, also and, happened a, and, to a, have and a mate <laughs> <laughs> who also happened to have yeah. a wetty in it. <laughs> He fucking plays that uh, I drive trucks card a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, sure, sure. I think it's about a four-hour, five-hour trip from where he um uh, is isolating at the minute. Is that right? So he's he's allowed to get out there. And, that, and the, the, the government gave it a tick of approval. The cops said, no, it's okay to have done what he did. Well, because I, I think there was only two of them and they were isolating. Where, where's, a, where's a shark when you need one? Well, I think you could consider it exercise too. I, I suppose so, and it's good. It's good for his mental health. It's good. You know what? You know what it's good for? It's good for the brand, and that's what I think. The police and the government are overlooking anything that can be done in quarantine. If you say, if you're outside and the cops go, "Why are you out?" You go, "Mate, it's good for the brand." It's a brand building opportunity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then the cops go, "Oh, mate, continue on. You do what you got to do, Mister Five. Yeah, sure. If, if it's good for your brand, you I do mean, it. If he was a hundred percent, you know, into it. He should have been photographed wearing sunglasses, um, wearing yeah. headphones, and uh, with the top knot. Well, there probably are photos of that. You know, he would have um, circulated. He probably, you know what? It was probably uh, a friend of his that took the photo. He's yeah. going, mate, if he could stand 150 metres away and make sure, because I'm surprised, he, did he have his weddy halfway down? He like, did not. You know, top, he did not. Uh, yeah, that's that's Missed the opportunity. worst thing about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I actually go one step further. I, I don't think it's a mate. I reckon he's done one of those uh, planned paparazzi shots. You know, when they yeah. call up the paps and say, "I'm going to be here at you know five thirty in the afternoon," and so they go, "Oh no, I got caught by the photo- photographers. Aren't I famous?" I reckon he'd done yeah. that. I reckon they, and Nothing then they sure. they share in the profits. So you know, the the paparazzi, you know, sells it for five grand. They fling them, you know, five hundred. And it's all part of the brand as well because people are going, oh, mate, Fife, he's fucking working with his old man. He doesn't have to. 
but he's helping out the family. You know, he's, he's out there driving trucks. So you know what? If he's out there driving trucks, I want him uh, drug tested because there is 100% we're going to go out here on a limb. He is so full of methamphetamines <laughs> at the moment that he would not be able to... Like round two is only two sleeps away for Nat Five. What do you? What do they do at that farm? I remember he did a thing with Sam Newman on the Footy Show a couple of years ago, where Sam kind of came, paid a visit to the town. But what, do you yep. remember what they do at the farm? Is it animals or is it, um, you know, fruit and veg? Uh, that's a really good question. For some reason, I have a feeling it's grain based, but I could be wrong. I, mm. I genuinely have no idea what yeah, the fives sure. Sorry, get up to. Out that there. was a question without notice. I apologise for that. Especially an agricultural question without notice. They're the worst kinds. Yeah, sure. This is a little bit of detour, but um, in that thing of the tradition of you know paying the paps to kind of uh, or you you get a little you get a, you get to feed your uh, wet your wet your whistle a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you get your beak wet. Uh, some of me like it's a very popular thing for uh, bachelor contestants and reality people like that. In fact, one Michael, of them, one person. So well, they said actually that. Uh, one of the are you telling me the people for maths would deliberately <laughs> let the paparazzi know where they are to help keep their Instagram followers at a certain number? Michael, yeah, yeah. you are a disgrace. I know, I know, but they they tell me a tale about um one of the bachelor or people or whatever. They were dating a photographer, a paparazzi photographer. So oh, <laughs> so they just go down for a walk at the beach, and he'd take photos of them, and they go. <laughs> and so it was like getting your yeah, hours exercise and making a bit of money at the same time. Like they fucking great. They go to a restaurant and he'd take photos of her and then be like, "Oh, shots of her at the restaurant." So you go but out. You, that pays for your meal too. Yeah, but you're not doing very well if you're dating a paparazzi photographer. No, you? no, it's a bit weird. Bit weird. Yeah. yeah. Even though one of them has made made it to the uh, mayor of Geelong. Oh, that's right. Is he still mayor? Darren Lyons? No, I don't think so. I think he left to concentrate on his fake abs. I oh, know the fake abs are the creepiest <laughs> things in the world. Yeah, it looked like um little tortoise shell on his on his tummy. Hey, uh, we want to thank all the people who've signed up for our Patreon, don't we? Adam, signed up for our Patreon. You can hit, what is it, patreon.com slash junktimeaflepod? That is correct. You can get in there for $2, $5, $10. $10 if you're doing very, very well. If you're doing very, very well. But thank you all the people who signed up. It's very kind of you. And also, yeah, do don't forget about our watch along. So we put out the State of Origin one last week. Was that right? Yes, that's correct. Upcoming, we've got the 1977 Grand Final Draw. Yeah, uh, which was actually a bit of fun. I had I don't think I'd ever watched that uh, quarter in its entirety before. So that was um, that was fun, and some interesting tidbits about uh, one of my uh, high school teachers who was running around in that grand final. Mr. That's right, Mister Henshaw, you fucking low dog. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets run, and just to let you know, uh, with the watch alongs, you don't. We're doing it as much as we can, so you don't actually need to be watching along. So if you're out for your daily hours exercise, say Nat Five, if you're in the truck, buddy. And you're driving, you know, you got three and a half hours to kill yeah. when you fucking drive back to mum and dad's farm. Maybe don't listen to the first five, ten minutes of this podcast, but yeah, skip yeah, through. Yeah. Skip through. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't need the vision in front of you. We're, you and I, we paint the picture, Michael. Oh, what a picture we paint. Uh, everyone, you will feel you're in 1977 when you listen to this one. Everyone is talking hubs, man. Everyone's talking hubs. Mm. I, do you get the feeling... Okay, we'll talk hubs, then I'll bring up that point. So, uh, there's been a few suggestions. I think a club official was talking about doing Cairns, the Goldie and Darwin. So, basically, what they want to do is they want the clubs to live together and they'll play the games in the same area to um, stop the chances of, you know, contact with the outside world, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I... 
It's got to be a TV show, though, doesn't it? Like, if you're going to do that, go go all the way. Cameras in every house, cameras in every bathroom. Yep. Let's get to know these players. Let's get our fucking money's worth. Because, you know, they, they want the dollars. And what better way to bring in more money than by more broadcasting? Well, they need the content, too. Yeah. There's all these different shows that they can't make during this uh, period of isolation. But also, I mean, we flashback to, what, three weeks ago, four weeks ago? It was mm. our fucking brainchild that we should turn the MCG into a Big Brother-like hub, play all the yeah. games there, they live there, yeah. and they feel it. And who's it. stolen our idea? Yeah, the fucking AFL. They, yeah. they, Robbo had an article um, about uh, ranking his favourite meat pies. Uh, and <laughs> 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 you know, breakfast pies. Um, and then he uh, wrote about they do every game at the MCG. Yep. And they live nearby. So they live in the Pullman and I think over the road, the old Hilton. And okay. there's another hotel, I think, a soft hotel as well. So that way they can all train at Gosh's Paddock and at the Westpac Centre. But see, the thing is, if, if they're in Melbourne, just let them live at home. Like, what's the difference of staying all together at the Pullman? You've got to bond, mate. You've got to bond. <laughs> and I think they're talking about 30 players and about 20 staff. And they've all got to, yeah. They, well, they'd, they'd be, what, food? They'd have to have, you know, special meals prepared, I suppose. Yep. Um, they said they can walk to the ground. They have, you know, tr- weights and all that kind of stuff. They'd have to do high rotation, you know. So you, you got to have, like, you get it from, you know, Melbourne gets it from 9am to 10am and then Collingwood gets it from 10am to 11am. Oh, yeah. But also you're putting the players into uh, into a hotel room when they don't really need to be. I think it's unnecessary. I think they could, uh, you know what, live out of their cars. That way we can have a rolling hub. That's And that would actually save a bit of money. They just park their cars around the MCG. Yeah, you're saving money. They can live in the... all. You've seen the cars online. They've all got like SUVs these days. They're pretty luxurious. And if there are a few players that you want to square up with, there's yeah. a lot of cars that we could keep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And also, fuel is uh, like half price at the moment. So getting around, like if they go, guys, we're rolling the hub up to uh, Dubbo this weekend. They go, no worries, boys. Let's get in a convoy. How cool would that be? Yeah. AFL convoy. It'd be like a grand final parade every week. People could, uh, you know, they could go through rural street, like back streets. If you go on the highway, no one sees you. But if they, if they, if you knew that uh, the AFL were driving past your house, how fucking cool would that be to see all of your favourite players cruising past your house at like say ten thirty? And they have to put a scarf out the window. Yeah, so you know who they are. Um, it's not going to happen though. It's not going to happen. You don't think the hubs are going to happen? Hubs aren't going to happen. They're not so they, happen. they were talking, so you were saying Cairns, Darwin and Cairns, the Goldie? Darwin and Goldie, and I reckon that could be because they reckon it might have a warmer climate, particularly coming through that winter period. Yes, that is very true. It is warmer up there, Michael. You are on the money. Um, but it's not going to happen. But also, do you just get the feeling now that just this whole year, even if they do it, like it's just got an asterisk next to it. Like, it, you know, if you win the flag this year, like, can you really get that excited? Now, I that's probably a foolish question to put to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I reckon, though, once the games are back started and people, you know, the ladder starts moving and things start happening, I think it just becomes like a regular season. You yeah. know, it's f- 17 games. It's five games short. It's not like it's we're only playing nine games and it's really hurried. Then yep. you'd go big asterisk, but five games. All right, you don't get to... You don't get to play Gold Coast twice, so therefore you don't get eight points. You only get four. Yeah, sure. It's probably that thing where maybe they'll have to play the rest of them in a row. Like if we shut shut down again, yeah, then it gets super weird. 
I yeah, I think if if I think if they start and then there's another shutdown, then I think you're in real trouble. But I think once it starts, it will go all the way through to the grand final. So I actually don't see that big a problem with it. There certainly won't be there won't be a bye week. The fucking low dogs are going to take that office. I oh, know they, they 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 we got too big. I reckon we got too big for them. Yeah, now you know what that goes, but that that's fucking deep state. That is China. Went mate, this junk time thing. It's getting out of control. We need to shut it down. And so they invented this pandemic to crush us. But we're bigger than that. We will fight through it. Yeah, because there is that conspiracy theory um, that you know this was invented. Oh, here we go. He's 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 Michael at three in the morning. What no, do you got for us, buddy? Invented in a Chinese lab. Like it's by a bio weapon. Like that's the conspiracy theory going around. Oh, and by yeah. the way, Bush did nine eleven. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I reckon the AFL thought that we were getting too big for our fucking live shows. Mm. They had to shut it down. So I reckon they've created this bug, right? And they did it in the ark. They did it in ah. the ark, and then they well, you, then well, they got Chris to eat a bat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say the, the ark. When did that come in? Like September. Yeah. When did the virus come out? December. Oh yeah. Good timing. Very convenient, AFL. AFL. A little too convenient. I'm not happy with that. How's this? Uh, Mick Malthouse, the fucking everyone's favourite genius, came out and said that uh, if the when the football season starts up again, that round one should be wiped. Yeah, what was his reasoning for that? Apart from being a, there's, a very stable genius. Because <laughs> there's too big a gap between round one and two. Okay. Hmm. So there's absolutely no... Um, basic logic to anything that he's saying he just reckons it's too big a gap therefore you wipe it you go why why fucking wipe it like i'm a carlton supporter and even i'm like yeah you're not doing that you fuckhead yeah but by that logic as well like there's a big gap between the grand final and round one so is this logic also like ah look you know we should wipe the grand final and just not have a victory every year it's a practice grand final yeah yeah because he said they should see it as a practice match yeah we gotta focus on round one grand final doesn't matter round one's the important game (laughs) that's the one we all look forward to that's when everyone's flying. So Kane Collins, we talked about him last week. He, I don't know. Currently, we're doing this about five to two, uh, Eastern Standard Time on a Sunday, Easter Sunday. Adam, did you get a little chocolate egg for yourself? I did not. I don't really eat chocolate. I'm sorry. Oh, gotcha. Did, did you did you buy yourself a chocolate Easter egg now? I actually bought one a couple of weeks ago. I was doing a bit uh-huh. of a shop, and I saw a little bunny. I thought, oh, actually, they're really nice. That 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 kind of chocolate. So I got a little bunny. Is it? Did you get a lint bunny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look at Fucking, someone's doing a very well. I feel like that was about the time when we were going into proper shutdown. So yeah, I thought right I'd just on. get a little, I did a final little shop. Um, I punched on it with a few people over toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> was I that the last what? time you did a shop? Sorry, man? Was that the last time you did a shop? No, no, I probably go to the shop every two, three days. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um... I'm going to be disappointed, though, if I go through this whole period and I don't punch on in a supermarket and it's not filmed and put on news.com.au. I'm going to be a little bit disappointed. What are you going to punch on over? I uh, I went to the supermarket yesterday and went to buy four um, little boxes of soy milk and the woman goes, you can only have two. And I was like, Seriously? And she said, yeah, you're only allowed two. And I said, so what, I've got to come back into the supermarket now, do I? And, you know, risk risk getting bloody COVID-19 because you won't let me have. And then we punched on. Um, she took me. That's actually a bit of a loophole, isn't it? You just buy it, pop it in your bag, walk out, go back she in said, and buy it. She said, you can go back around and go get it. And I didn't even like, think about what's that. The fu- what's the fucking point? It's just such a waste of time. Anyway, she kicked the shit out of me. 
I left. <laughs> um, Kane Collins. That's what yes. we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so how he, do we how do we sidetrack? Uh, Easter. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Happy Easter, everybody. Yeah. Say a prayer for George Pell. Um, <laughs> your mate. Uh, he confirmed me. Did I ever tell you that? George Pell did? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. You do confirmation when you're about 13, 14. Yep. And uh, he would be. And what does confirmation do? What is that? Is that confirm you in the eyes of God? Uh, is that it, uh, so you're the real deal? Yeah. Is that, like getting, is that like getting your MCC membership? I think confirmation, I think the gist is that you get the Holy Spirit. I mean, when you say this shit out loud, like it sounds <laughs> so ridiculous. Is that when you get the extra name? Yeah. So, yeah, I took my dad's name, but you don't use that name. So you have a confirmation name. Mm. Um, so I took John. And what's yours? Snoop Dogg. Uh, John, yeah. But I, um, uh, Cyril, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you don't use it. Like if I write my name on a form, I don't use that one. So it'd be ta- take forever. It'd be five names then. Sheesh. Yeah, okay. All right, so, so back to... So Pell confirmed you. He, he went... He would have been, <laughs> uh, I think, the Bishop of Melbourne at the time. Okay. Yeah. So it's like at the parish Hang church. Hang on, isn't that... Yeah, isn't that a big deal to get him? Like he's fucking... He would have been like a high-up dog then. He would have been a high-up dog. I reckon that might have been his gig though. Because I don't think confirmations would happen that much. So I think he'd be just kind of a gun for hire. Like doing a corporate, you know. <laughs> you know, a few grand. Uh, yeah, know, make sure you, they'll ask the questions like, "Did you bring your own microphone?" Stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah, just a normal run of the mill. You know, they won't. They will serve dessert while you're up there. Yeah, <laughs> and so people have food in their mouth and can't laugh. Yeah, they'll serve wafers. Um, so yes, yeah, so I think you go up, and I think you might. Yeah, I think you might have put your hand, his hand on your head. I think that's part of it. Look, uh, we're, we're going to have to move on here because there's so much that I can't say that <laughs> we're going to have to cut out. So we're just going to – you were confirmed by George Powell. That's the end of that story as far as legally we can have fun with. Yeah, fuck, man. I look at my notes for the comedy festival show that I was going to do and I had a fucking sick bit about Capel. And I can't fucking do it because he got out. Bullshit. You can do it, man. Got to put him back in. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kane Corns. Yes, Kane Corns. I think he, probably about now he's doing a marathon for charity. So he's run about four or five. I think he might have done the New York Marathon as well. Okay. Uh, but he is doing it around his tennis court. Oh, that's good. Isn't it good? Like, I think I've always said, if you're going to be in lockdown, make use of your tennis courts, people. I think that an idle tennis court is just a waste. There's so many of us. You know when you're out there and you you don't use it for what it's for? You know, you might uh, you might have a barbecue out there or you have... You know, Judd Cheller, you might have that on your tennis uh, yeah, court. Yeah. I think it's a waste. Use it for sporting activities. Do not, people, waste your tennis courts. It's, it's just, it's become a bit of a thing in Australia that we just don't use our tennis courts enough. There's something a bit sad when you see a tennis court and it doesn't have a marquee on it and people yeah. aren't serving finger food and yeah, they're all yeah. 40-year-old people dressed like they should be at Coachella. Yeah, no, it, it is disappointing. It, it's, it, again, an, another they're waste. dressed like they really fit in at Coachella. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, so, uh, so Cornsy's running around his tennis court. Run around the tennis court, and I've done quick sums. This isn't quite correct, but I think it's uh, a bit under 400 laps. I reckon probably about 350 laps, I reckon. Really? Hmm. I thought it would be a lot more. No, I thought it would be a lot more as well. Have I done okay. them correctly? Yeah, one, two, three. Yeah, yeah, 400. So tennis court's roughly about 70 metres around. 
Is that right? Yeah. But I wonder too, do you go... So it's closer to... No, it'd be actually be 600 laps. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, we. I wonder though, <laughs> um, if you go around like half, half of the laps mm. and you go clockwise, do you then do the other anti-clockwise? Because I figured constantly turning on the one ankle would cause a bit of a problem. I, I guess, uh, yeah, repetitively, like after your 300th... Yeah, well, no, surely you'd feel Because like you multiply that by four, after your 1200th turn, you just be like, fucking hell, I, uh, the inside of my knee is really starting to fucking give. Yeah, so you'd go the other way. And do, do we know, is it for like a Good Friday appeal? Is he, you know, attached it to something? I don't believe so. I think, nice. it, might, I think it is a hospital fund. Oh, um, good on him. Yeah, it is helping out. Um, that's why we love Cornsy. That's why everyone loves Cornsy. That's why we are announcing, Adam, that we are going to run a marathon together. Mm. We're going to run laps of Wayne Jackson Studios and Rod Carter Studios. Absolutely. So you can donate to us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is that the Junk Time Foundation? Yeah, sure. And it'll all go to a good cause called mm-hmm. TAB. Um, I uh, want to talk to you about last week because we talked about Cornsy uh, was naming, did not name a player. Who'd been no. sending sending him text, uh, abusive text uh, to the radio station where he worked. Yes. Now we deduced that because he was uh, in Adelaide, it wouldn't have been a poor player because he said it was a star that he had played on. And we twenty fifteen, I think. Yeah, we basically got it down to Rory Sloan. Yeah. Right. But what threw the spanner in the works is I found out during the week who it is. Um, we had assumed that he was on air in Adelaide. We were wrong. He was on air in Melbourne. So that opens it right up. Okay. So as to who the player is. And he so did it's say not it was necessarily. He did say it was a current day star as well, didn't he? Uh did he say current day star? I feel like I can't he did. Remember. I feel like he did. Yeah, right. And he didn't mention the name on TV. On TV, I think on the Sunday footy show, he said, um, I uh, I won't name you here, but if, no, you, if you do it no. again, I'll name you. But he had named him on his Adelaide radio show. Yes. So he had already named that person. So yeah, we so are allowed to name that person because that has absolutely. been named absolutely already. Absolutely we are. Yeah. So if you want to try and whittle it down, if you want to play a bit of a guessing game here as to who has been texting into Cornsy, okay. so I'm happy to help you out. I can take it. It's not an interstate club. No, it's not. So, uh, do but they this player has played for an interstate team okay. as well. Okay. Uh, do they play home games at Marvel? No, they do not. Okay. Uh, do they play at Kajini Park? They do not. So it's Richmond, Hawthorne, uh, Melbourne, Collingwood. Yep. Is that about it. Uh, yeah, you could throw Carlton into that. And Essendon. Are they, is that a hint? No. Okay. Uh, are they a premiership player? They are indeed a premiership player. Are they a multiple time premiership player? They are not. I don't know who you were going for there. Okay, I was just thinking Richmond. Ah, right, no. Two recent ones. Yep. So one flag. One flag. One flag. Um, Okay. I'm going to say Hawthorne. Melbourne hasn't got a flag. No. Did they win the flag with the Melbourne team? It's a fun game. Yes, they did. They did win a flag with the Melbourne team. Okay. So a Collingwood player or a Hawthorne player? Uh, yes. Uh, Collingwood. Okay, one flag Collingwood, but that would be a while ago. So 2010, so an older player. 
Pendle- so Collingwood, yes. Pendles. It's not Pendles, no. Ah, sheesh. So remember, I did say he played for an interstate team as well. Okay. Collingwood player who played mm-hmm. interstate. Yep. Okay. I've got to look up Who's the Collingwood list now. Oh, from tw- maybe look up the 2010 uh, Premiership team. Yeah, okay. That's a good idea. And that way you can narrow it down. 2010. So it's, it's not like a daisy or anything because obviously it's gone. No, it's not daisy. Um, 2010 AFL Grand Final. Mm. I'm going to scroll down to teams. And did they play in the – or they would have played in the draw. Yes, they played in both games. And they played interstate. Current day yes. player. Because, I mean, it's 10 years ago, so there aren't too many kind of hanging around still. No, that's true. Dane Beams. That, my friend, is 100% correct. That's awesome. Fucking yeah. Beamsy. Beamsy. So he's got a bit of, well, he's got a bit of time on his hands now, Beamsy, because, you know, he's taking a step away from the game. And, you know, he's doing the painting to help himself with his... Um, That's right. You know, his yeah, that looks really cool. His, his mental battles and stuff. And so he's painting, but he's got SEN on the background. And he's listening to Cornsy going, well, this is bullshit. I don't like what Cornsy's saying. Cheer up, Cornsy. Why don't you put on a more positive outlook? Yeah, sure. Do you think it started off... Was Cornsy a bit critical of Beamsy? Or is he kind of talking about the Brisbane team or the Collingwood teams that he was at and team up on them? Or is it more just like he doesn't like the, the, the vibe? That yeah, I think it's about, I think it's the vibe. I don't think he's talking about him specifically, but just sort of Kane Corns's um, constant negativity mm-hmm. has, and you know, Beams is trying to be in a you know look at life in a positive way now, and so he's calling him out for it. Yeah, back off with your negativity, Cornsy. That's our fucking gig, mate. Okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You are not going to believe this, Adam Rosenbachs. What do you got for me? I've got a sneaking suspicion, Ricky Nixon. Might be a little bit on the dodge, mate. Oh, a little bit on, on hang the on, dodge. Hang on, mate. Fucking hell, we've just. <laughs> we're, I couldn't have said anything about Pell. Now, now Shit. you're breaking these revelations. Set that into a microphone. Oh no. Oh mate, oh. you can get. You will get sued for that, my friend. Uh, no, not on the you dodge. Cannot, you cannot prove that that Ricky Nixon is a dodgy man. No. Where is the proof, Michael? <laughs> Give me the fucking proof. Name, name me one thing. One thing that Ricky Nixon, uh, apart from the uh, book launch at the bakery. Apart from, apart from that. Apart right, from that. Putting, a book, putting a YouTube link in a book, so you had to go and type <laughs> it. Apart from that. Mate, I want to get the audio book where he reads out the link. So it's like youtube.com slash 5879k. <laughs> Fuck, I hope he did it. Oh, jeez. I hope there was an audio book and it's recorded in the bakery while the bakery is open. So in the background you can hear like someone going, oh, can I get two Vegemite scrolls? And a sausage roll and a roll with sauce, thanks, mate. You know those audio books where you kind of listen to the audio thing and they and you'd kind of read along, and then there'd be a noise for when to turn the page. So yep, you could yep. get the audio book and you could read along with Ricky's book, and then you hear this toot toot, and that's time <laughs> to turn the page. Or you just hear, <laughs> <laughs> you just turn the page. Uh, you see now, right. why why are you saying he's been dodging? Yeah, so, so back this, this up with this, facts. Ages ago, he was on a podcast. I think he was on the Sack podcast last week, and he talked about this deal that he had with North Melbourne about Wayne Carey, right? Right. So he said it was completely fine within the rules of the AFL at the time. Okay. And it's actually pretty clever. So he'd get three hundred grand from North. Okay. For Wayne Carey's wage. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. I think that was the kind of wage kind of put in the books. And this was within the rules at the time. So he would get, uh, he would essentially get Wayne Carey's intellectual property, which, strong words. Not a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Not a lot there. I mean, I can't believe he just signed them away. (laughs) 
Uh, so it's owned by Wayne Carey Propriety Limited. And so Wayne would license his intellectual property to Ricky yep. for $2. It sounds overs, but and sure. Then, and then he would sell it to North Melbourne for marketing rights of 700 grand. So in the end, the amount of money would come up to a million. And then right, he right. said he'd give Wayne 400,000 of that. Yep. And keep his share, keep his managerial cut, I suppose. Yeah, right. So in the end, yeah, I think the the playing contract is 300. The bit off the top, the marketing rights is 400. Then Ricky would pocket a cheeky 300. Yeah, right. right. So there. basically he has said that if anyone wants to use a photo of Wayne Carey, they have to pay him to use it. And that's what that money was for rather than just using it. And that came under Wayne's wage at the club. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's actually a funny quote here. They said, the AFL brought me into AFL House. And they said, you can't do this. And I said, I run the competition, not you. And then they, toot, toot. And then they said, <laughs> um, no, no, I think, you see that sign, AFL House? And that sign that says, uh, Chief Executive <laughs> Officer? I think I, I think I run the competition. Yeah. How's that? Uh, fuck off, Ricky. I wonder if Wayne Jackson would have been the, the guy at the time then. Probably could have been. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, he yeah. would have been. How, how dare, how dare Ricky Nixon talk to the Great esteemed man. Wayne Jackson like that? That is disgraceful. But what I love is that Wayne Carey, and I can't believe this that he's he's uh, he's defending. Oh, no, he's he's attacking this uh, bullshit uh, story of uh, money off the books that no one knew about. Uh, I don't know why he'd want to defend, you know, from the ATO or anyone like that. But he said, I'm not sure there's a lot of fact or truth to a lot of it. But he had and conceded he had not been aware of the details of negotiations. Yeah, so he kind of doesn't so know the full picture. Or, he has no idea, mate. Unaware. He has no idea. Unaware. Un- unaware. Completely. He said, mate, can you sign away your rights? And he went, oh, I don't know what this is about, Ricky. I don't understand it. I don't know and what now, you're playing at. You're just sniffing around, but I'm sure What it's do you want my bank details for <laughs> as well? What? Where did that, that $400,000, was that you, Ricky? Was that you, mate? Because I don't know where that came from. Hmm. But I'll take it. Yeah, it's really weird that I, I signed a contract at North that gave me $300,000 and yet mm. I'm, they're, they're really nice just to give me this extra four hundred. <laughs> it's so nice of them. Maybe it's because I'm just playing really well, you know? It's yeah. just so nice of them. And, and but, it's weird that... But Ricky, but Ricky, don't tell me anything about it. It's weird too as well that they gave you the money. Like they didn't put it in my bank account. They, yeah. gave, they gave the manager the money before they gave it mm. to me when they had my bank details. Like North could have just put the... Put <laughs> yeah. the it's weird. Really weird. But it's, anyway... Well, he's pretty smart by the fact that, and then and I'm, again, I'm going to say these with, within the rules at the time. Um, yeah. He talked about, um, I love it when a newspaper reports a Facebook post, in a 2017 Facebook post. Um, he said that he sold the domain names for Matthew Lloyd and James Heard to Eston for a quarter mil. Yeah, right. So again, he's done that. So Hurdy and Lloydy, they probably, this is the first they've read about this. They're reading this article going, hang on, what? Quarter of a million dollars? Was that what that money was? You know, he's going, Tanya, Tanya, you know that 250000 that appeared in our uh, bank account in 2002? That, that was what? That was Ricky Nixon. I didn't know. I I don't want to look up MatthewLloyd.com.au or JamesHerd.com.au, but I'm presuming they're not uh, operating. Oh, fuck, I'm going to have to, aren't I? You're going to have to. And it says here that in 2003, the Bombers were fined 85 grand by the AFL for a technical breach of the salary cap. So so what Ricky did was uh, deemed highly illegal. 
There's no jamesherd.com.au. What? Or should I try? What about jamesherd.com? Yeah, actually, I've got to type it in again. Yeah. Um, that, that's a shame. Because, I mean, I mean, he could be promoting the chocolate business. There's the a chocolate lot going business. On. Mate, he's got a podcast out at the moment. The fucking low dog is trying to take, get it, you know, muscle in on our fucking territory. Well, he's already got one with Crawford, too, so he's double dipping. Oh, God. How many do you want to do, James? There's fucking not enough ears out there, mate. Uh, MatthewLloyd.com.au. No luck. What? MatthewLloyd.com. Maybe these mm. are available. Maybe we can buy them back. Oh, I, I reckon we could probably get them for maybe 245000 <laughs> each. <laughs> uh. It's almost like Essendon didn't do anything with them. <laughs> it's almost... Hang on. They've paid these guys. I reckon that's probably... Um, led to the early retirement because they probably said we'll give you a quarter of a million dollars if you build your own website yep. right? and they've gone yeah yeah sure sure and then when they haven't they've gone Lloydy Hurdy mate you fucking you've robbed us blind we're going to have to let you go we can't tolerate this <laughs> okay. you pay someone you pay someone you expect the fucking you expect them to do the job yeah for sure for sure I hate it when websites just left obsolete you know they got two dates from you know 2011 up there Oh, it's disgraceful. Just don't look up michaelchandler.com.au. <laughs> <laughs> How much did you pay yeah, for yours? I can say it. Well, it's quite cheap, actually. I need to... to quarter of a mil? Hold on to them, you know. Yeah. Uh, so this is a fun one, actually. We'll wrap it up shortly after this one, but um, we've got a footballer in real life. But uh, Jude Bolton. Mm. He uh, is the inspiration for a classic song. <laughs> Jude Bolton. Jude Not- Bolton. Okay, I want to. I want to know what song he's uh, he's inspired. And actually, if you saw that headline, because he did date Delta Goodrum very early on. Oh and so, yeah. And so, if you thought that he was like he'd been inspiration for something, he'd been inspiration for a Delta song, whether it be a breakup or a love or you know, maybe yep. because the Delta has that song um, "Kicking with the Wind" in the third. <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and that other song she's got, I think he's got CTE. <laughs> the man who always had a bandage on his head. It's a good yeah. track. <laughs> so what are they called? LM, LMFAO Yes uh, with So that's Frontman Redfoo I think it's safe oh, to say uh, Everyone loves Redfoo <laughs> Redfoo If there's one so bloke You want a glass so in the face He actually <laughs> did get glassed at one stage Yeah he did didn't he yeah. And everyone just went oh, Everyone oh, kind of went That's awesome That's fucking Redfoo No problem <laughs> So he inspired a Redfoo song Yeah so it's called Champagne Showers Not good And it's one of the most horrific songs You could ever possibly imagine You know the band Um uh, the trio Lonely Island. No, I don't. They did like like lots of um, Dick in a Box and uh, SNL. Oh songs. Yes, 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 okay, yeah, right. yeah. So it sounds like Lonely Island doing a parody of uh, LFMAO song. LMFA. LMFA. Yeah. Sorry, I, I come know, on, mate. You're laughing my fucking ass off. Come <laughs> on, mate. <laughs> so you said he went on the big Vegas? No, LA trip. Uh, let me think. End of end of. They won the flag that year. What year was this? Uh, no, it's in 2010. So, no, oh, they're okay. two years away from winning the flag. Uh, so, Jared McVeigh, Josh Kennedy, Benny McGlynn, Shane Mumford. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it's called, I can't believe it's called Champagne Showers. <laughs> uh, His other song, uh, 12 Kilos of Cocaine, it wasn't as big a hit. Uh, and Martin, Marty Matner. Um, they were in LA. They All the out. greats. Yeah, they went out. Do you feel like there's like people who feel left out if you know? Part of the team goes off to the this kind of organisation. Like they've got together and go, we want to hang out with each other, and you're left out, and you're like, no, oh, I want to go to. But LA. I, ma- I imagine, I imagine there'd be pockets of 
players who are closer mates. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I think there'd be some who want to go party, and then there are some who want to pursue intellectual uh, pursuits. <laughs> sure. Yeah, there's hundreds going to fucking Harvard. No, but there are some that, you know, go to a fucking gallery, and then there are some who just, you know, want to... Who's going to a fucking gallery, mate? Name names. <laughs> Exactly, uh, you can't. So, they've gone to LA. They've gone to LA and they go to a uh, nightclub, bar, mm-hmm. and you've got to get Called a... Called 14 that's on Sunset right. Boulevard yeah. in, in, in not, bloody WeHo. It says it's not there anymore, oh, but it was Damn there. it. Yeah, but it was a great place. They probably, they probably burnt it down after they heard that it was the inspiration <laughs> for, a, for a Red Foo song. They shut it down, yeah. <laughs> they, sh- they heard champagne showers and they're like, we've got to fucking get rid of the evidence. <laughs> This is a fucking disgrace. <laughs> they uh, they had to get a booth because there were so many of them. Okay. And the minimum was three grand to get the booth. So three, three grand amongst, you know, eight people. Not horrific. Yeah. Not horrific. Not horrific. And when you go to LA and Vegas and stuff, I think you expect to pay that kind of price. It, obviously, clearly, they're doing very well. They're, they're all on a good wage, yeah, at this yes, stage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they get a $750 bottle of Dom Perignon. Okay. So that's, what, a thousand bucks? Yeah. Aussie. That's a uh, that's, uh, very delicious champagne. There's another champagne called uh, Dom Cassisi. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, $7.50 US. <laughs> so anyway, they say the night just goes crazy. And actually, this is a point I, I, I don't remember this. And I'm surprised I don't remember this. Jude, Jude said he was jumping up and down and having a great time. And he, mm-hmm. he picked up Brett Staker. He picked him up and then when he put him back down, he broke his ankle. Yeah, and also, why Brent Staker never played for the Swans, did he? I thought he played for West Coast and Brisbane. Uh, so how are they kind of rolling well, they in would, 2010? Uh, they Barry Hall would have punched him by then. No, you punched him in um, 08. Yes. Well, maybe they just feel sorry for him. Oh, that what he had a fucking great run with Swans players. Nearly gets killed, yeah. punching <laughs> their head, and then another bloke breaks his ankle. Breaks his ankle. <laughs> Uh, but he confirmed that. Away. He said at 4 a.m. In, four in, four in the morning, he had to be in a, getting scans for his ankle. Fuck, so he's had to leave. That's that's no good. Well, he probably missed out on the big champagne showers moment. But he doesn't even know what the song's about then. The, the song should actually be about Brett Staker, about when Red yeah. Foo first met Brett Staker. Oh, Brent, sl- Brent, mate. His name is Brent. Fuck. S- sliding Show doors. some respect to the champion. Uh, so anyway, they said that uh, at some stage, they, they, they said to the, um, the waitress... Uh, can I spray this bottle of champagne? Champagne Bukaki. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Well, when when in LA. Yeah. And he, um, she said that she she kind of leant down and checked in on a walkie-talkie to see if they could do it. So she's asked management. Basically, yeah. And so he's done the um shaking of the champagne, sprayed it all over the place. He said, um, Nick Malcheski, I think, was standing there with a glass trying to catch it. <laughs> Off the roof. And then Red that's, not, that's not the way to drink it, mate. Just, Nick, just don't go there, mate. Just roof Dom Perignon is not the way to do it. And then Red Foo and his mates were in the booth next to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who are the biggest celebrities there? People walking by going, fuck, uh, is that Jude Bolton? <laughs> is, is that Brent Staker? Wait a second, Benny McGlynn. <laughs> <laughs> is that... Guys, turn the lights on. I think Marty Matner's here. <laughs> They can't, Marty Matner can't walk down the street in LA. I tell you what, we were talking, no, about, we're talking about paparazzi earlier. I tell you what, oh, it's, oh, it's a shocker. It's a shocker. Yeah, he, He's never been back to LA. I have no idea what Marty Matner looks like. Um, surely his nickname's Monster. Sure. 
You reckon? Marty Monster. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I got the reference, mate. Well, it's not going to be fucking Scorsese, is it? Probably not. Okay. So then Redfu says that uh, he felt the champagne dripping on him, landing on him, on his, on his shoulder. Yeah, right. And he said, wow, what a crazy... And it must have been a lot to get through that hair. Yeah, true, true, true. And then he said, it was such a crazy night mm. that a few weeks later, it inspired him to write the song Champagne Showers. Yeah, and if right. you and if you do listen to the song, it's it clearly took a lot of inspiration. <laughs> There's a lot of depth to it, is there? Oh, do, yeah, <laughs> yeah, depth. That's a word for it. So yeah. yeah, that was. And I think he said, "Yeah, here's a quote here from Redfu. Uh, this is on Instagram or Twitter. Twitter. Oh my God, because uh, Drew Bolton told the story yesterday on um, the Rub, I think, on Triple M." Mate, he's on Dead Set Legends, you fucking Dead Set moron. Legends, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Jesus. Um, he said... A re- ref- That's not a story for the rub. It's a fucking <laughs> Dead Set Legend <laughs> telling a story. You're a fucking... you got no idea. Uh, so this is from Redfu. OMG. Fuck, oh, he loves, his, uh, he, well, loves his acronyms. There's another one coming up. OMG, mm. I can't believe it when that ice-cold champagne hit my back. I turned around like, WTF? <laughs> wow. And I saw this guy spraying the whole club like a crazy person. I like this line. Mm. It changed my life forever. <laughs> yeah. I think it, I think it's changed all their lives forever. <laughs> life changing moment. Mm. So much so that I wrote a song about it. Dude. So there you go. I, Jude Bolton deserves royalties. Some LMF L laughing my LMFAO fucking royalties That's should really be coming Jude though. Bolton. I, I you know who should get onto that. Ricky, Ricky Nixon. Nixon. <laughs> Jude, you got some coin coming your way, mate. Trust me. Okay. Can we can we go through the lyrics a little bit of uh, Champagne Showers? Oh, yes. I there. I have never heard this song in my life. Yeah, so I actually yes, I, I listened to it earlier today. Okay. So, picture it. When Red Fru, yeah. when Red Fru, um gets the quill, mm. puts it to paper. Mm, absolutely. Or is he playing at a piano? Do you think he's playing a piano? Kind of going back and forth on the, you know, going back and forth. Uh, yeah, on the probably. He's probably out in his deck overlooking. Yeah, he'd be in Malibu. Would it be in Beverly Hills? Uh, oh, geez, that's a good question. Or is he from the streets? Is he like Compton? Yeah, I don't think he'd be Beverly Beverly Hills type of guy. He'd have Beverly Hills okay. money, I reckon. But he, yeah, he wouldn't Santa fit. Monica, he wouldn't fit maybe? in there. Yeah, nah. yeah, 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 yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Santa Monica. All right, yeah. so he's overlooking the... He can see the ocean from his house. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. The foo has to always be able to yeah. walk down the beach. Santa Monica. Yes. There is people. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Done. Ne- with Marty Matner. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. People go, <laughs> Marty, who's that you're with? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they could cut in be like, oh, hi, I'm Redford. <laughs> Never heard of you, mate. <laughs> Who do you play for? Uh, okay. How do you know lyrics. Marty Matner? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the lyrics, we're going to get you wet, we're going to make you sweat. Oh, hey, whoa, 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 slow down. We're going to get you wet. Yeah, we're going to make you sweat. Going to make you sweat. So why is it, Why would a champagne shower make you sweat? Well, that's the thing also. Like, if you're, if you're sweating, you're already wet. So do you have to get wet? Like, you, you, I think you've kind of overused the word wet and sweat there. It's one or the other. <laughs> exactly, Red Food. Fucking <laughs> pick your battle, mate. <laughs> you're going to get you wet. We're going to make you sweat a night you won't forget. Are you ready Fuck. for? <laughs> yeah, you know why you won't forget it? Because you fucking seen Marty Matner. <laughs> what rhymes with Matner? <laughs> <laughs> William Shatner was there. Uh, champagne showers, champagne... He, I, I'm going to say this is the chorus. Mm. Okay. Champagne showers, champagne showers. Mm. 
pop it in the club. We mm. light it up mm-hmm. every hour. Fuck. Oh, that, according to this story, it seemed like there was only one champagne shower. So it seems that he's taken uh, creative liberties here and made it sound like there was a shower every hour. Yeah, yeah. And Possibly because it rhymes. Well, so I don't really know why you are putting your champagne showers on some kind of time basis. Like, if there's <laughs> such a great thing that changed your life ever, wouldn't you want a champagne shower every five minutes? Yeah, why, why wait for why the wait hour? An hour. Even? Is he looking at the clock? Well, maybe because you got to dry out, so then you can get wet and sweat again. Ah, uh, true. No, mm. you never forget. You won't forget. Uh, yeah. I said champagne showers, champagne showers. You yeah. pop, pop, pop it in this club. <laughs> Great. <laughs> we light it up every hour, every hour. So, again, they go back to the every hour thing. And also, pop, pop, pop makes it sound like there was three. How many bottles of champagne did Jude go through? I, I think... Um, well, I'm trusting the word of Jude. I'm saying he's only doing one. I'm beginning to question the word of Redford. Yeah. I'm finding I'm him a little bit it. untrustworthy. Because Jude got the okay from management for one bottle of Dom. But yes. He didn't say, what about three? So, let the party rock. Okay. Put, yeah. So, it's a party. So, you, you're already at a nightclub, though. Like, isn't that just assumed that it's a party? Uh, put your hands up. Everybody mm-hmm. just dance. We mm-hmm. came to party rock. Oh, this is inappropriate language, Red Fruit. Uh, yeah, so, so, flash your titties like Mardi Gras. <laughs> That came out of nowhere. It did come out of nowhere, and it really doesn't rhyme You just just got showered in Dom Perignon. You don't have to get your breasts out. We've got up, up, rock, gra. Like, they don't... There's no rhyme here. There's no song song structure. I mean, but that's what what makes Redfoo the best. Yeah, well, that's the thing. He doesn't need... He's not not bound by the rules of music. Can't rush through it. They call me Redfoo. I walk in the club with a bottle or two. Well, now you've got the bottle. Oh, hang on, Redfoo. Don't fucking take fucking... He's trying to steal Jude Bolt's thunder here. This is all Bolt. It's all Jude Bolton. They call me Red Fur. I walk in the club with a bottle or two, shake it, mm. spray it on a body or mm. two, walk out of the party with a hottie or two. Okay. Well, is he rhyming two with two? With two? Yeah, I think in the whole. He does it three times. Yeah, right. Fuck, he's not. He's fucking drifted off in this song. He's but even got bored as he's saying it. What I like about it, though, it's a man... Mm. It's a man with a purpose, I suppose. And a lot of this um, self-isolation time, people are talking about how they're finding it difficult to kind of get a schedule going, you know, getting yep, out yep. of bed, you know, going to bed, what to do during the day, achieving something, bettering themselves, praying. Yeah, here yeah. Um, so Red Foo is he's like, right, I'm going to the bo- I'm club with a bottle or two. Yep. Well, I mean, you're walking in with the alcohol. I don't know if that's... Against yeah. licensing laws, either. Oh fuck, mate! You, you're not getting in. You're not walking in with. Where'd you get those two bottles of Dom? Uh, I bought them. We don't sell them here. Out you get, Mister Foo. Uh, he walk. He walks in with a bottle or two. Mm. He'll then shake it and spray it on a body or two. Yeah, yeah. And then he will walk out with a hottie or two. So that, I mean, he go, he goes out for a night and he actually has a a clear schedule, a mission, I suppose. Which is probably maybe we could take this advice from Red Foo. You know, maybe wake up in the morning. Shake up a bottle, spray it on a body. Yeah. Well, also, if if you've picked up two women, I reckon you're going to remember it. Like, does he remember? Oh, how many uh, girls did you go home with, Redfoo? Ah, uh, one or two. Can't really recall. <laughs> like, how many bottles of Dom are you fucking... How many How many you had in the car park, Redfoo, before you go in there? He's got fucking... You've been preloading Redfoo for the night out. Fucking, you tight ass. He's out the back just drinking, you know, mulled wine. Here we go. I'm going to make you wet, going to make you sweat. A night you won't forget, in brackets, won't forget. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to make you wet again. We're going to make you sweat. Uh, A night you won't forget. Are you ready for champagne showers, champagne showers? 
pop it in the club. It goes on. Fucking hell. We light it up every hour. So champagne shower, champagne shower. So we pop up, pop in the club. We light up every hour, every hour. Let the party rock. Jeez, a fucking Toy Story novel here. Boom. I, I think I think we know like the story so far. Like we know we get the gist. <laughs> like we don't need to add yeah, another yeah. chapter. Yeah, I'm liking it though. I, I don't know what's going to happen now. Well, here we go. Boom. Guess who stepped in the room? Sky blue, red food, and Marty Matner. Hang Wait on a now. second. <laughs> Now, hang on. Has he not already left the club with a lady or two? With a hottie or two. So now he's gone back into the club. Boom. Fuck. Boom. And he's... Well, maybe Sky Blue and Goon are, are the hotties. Okay. Uh, well, here we go. So he stepped in the room. Sky Blue, Red Foo and Goon. She's a party rocker from night till noon. And it's about night to be the, the champagne monsoon. That's actually not a bad rhyme. I don't mind that rhyme. Yeah, okay. I'll credit where it's due. Baby girl, you look legit. Uh... Oh, that's good. <laughs> You're not 14. You definitely, I know 14 when I see it, and you are definitely not that age. Yeah, so baby good girl, for you. You look, you look like, legit. You look like you shouldn't be in here, and uh, <laughs> you're barely legal. <laughs> you've you've snuck out of home. Uh, come to my table and take a sip. Open wide, cause we're spraying it. F- 56 bottles ain't paid for shit. Now it's 56 Whoa. bottles. So he's walked into the club with one or two. One or two. And now he has 50, an extra 54. And if Fuck. I'm to read this lyric, I believe Mr. Foo did not pay for that, those bottles. Well, that's, yeah, look, that's a $50,000 Dom Perignon um, bill. Party people now want to grab your bottles, put them up in the air. Now shake, shake, shake that bottle, then make it pop. We're going to mm. get you wet, going to make you sweat, a night you won't uh-huh. forget. Are you <laughs> okay, ready good. for? Just kind of reinstating the purpose of the song. <laughs> that's great. You know what, if I was Jude Bolton, I um, I would have kept this story to myself. <laughs> I would not have gone out and gone, hey, I inspired a Red Foo song. You just go, mate, don't tell anyone. Oh, uh, dude, I, and you'll be glad to know. One, two, mm. three, four, five, six. That little journey took yeah. six writers. <laughs> Is that six right? Six people wrote that song. <laughs> well, they were all in the booth. Like, they, each of them individually would have walked out going, fucking hell, that was a bit of a champagne shower. Oh, dude. I'm wet, and one guy said, oh, I'm a bit wet. The other one said, oh, I'm covered in sweat. Yeah, but they're going, oh, jeez, how, gee, how we got to really work on this? Okay, what can we say after champagne showers? Uh, how about mm. champagne showers? Oh, that's yeah. fucking genius. Anyway, <laughs> that's listen to the yeah. song. It's truly horrible. Yeah, that, that girl you took home, how old was she? Mate, she was legit. Stop asking what questions. Are <laughs> <laughs> what are you, the cops? Fuck off. <laughs> Hey, we'll do a football in real life, but uh, before we go, if you want to rate the pod on iTunes and you want to sh- tell a friend who might be looking for a bit of footy uh, slash red food talk over the uh, this uh, sport-free journey. Yes, that's right. We're giving them something to... We're giving you a little bit of life during this uh, quarantining that we're all, you know, struggling through. And don't forget our uh, Gmail, uh, AFL Junk... What are we? Junk Time AFL Pod at Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, and the Gram, and TikTok and Snapchat. <laughs> and don't forget you can sign up to our Patreon as well uh, Patreon.com slash JunktimeAFLPod uh, We love you guys subscribing to us We do really appreciate it And we hope you're enjoying what we've been putting out for you The little bit extra we've been doing during quarantine And um, we're going to keep pumping them out So keep coming along with those uh, watch-along suggestions as well Football in real life from Michael uh, I was walking along the side streets of Princess Hill With my housemate Princess Hill in the kind of uh, uh, Optus Oval kind of area Yes 
Uh, Princess Park, we like to call it, mate. I know, but th- I think the suburb's called Princess Hill. No, 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 I know, but you said Optus Oval, and that is uh, oh, did I? olden, oh, that yeah, is olden sure. days talk, and sure. how dare you? Show uh, some respect to Icon Park. <laughs> this is something I realised just the other day. I think I was watching mm. Dermy, and he pointed out. I've always called it Princess, as in, like, you know, Princess in the Tower. No, it's Princess. Yeah, I didn't realise that. Yeah, it's I've been saying it wrong the whole strangely. time. And I, so, I think it's the same as the Princess Highway, is Princess Highway. Yeah, okay, interesting. It's just a missing apostrophe in there. Or, you know, it's many princes. Uh, it's uh, like uh, Marvel Stadium. Uh, it's actually pronounced uh, fucking shithole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I wish the comedy festival was on. Uh, uh, walking along with my housemate when we spot none other than former Captain Mark Murphy. Oh, there you go. Mark was sitting on the front step of what I presume is his house with AirPods in, in brackets, doing very well. Mm. <coughs> he had his head down and my housemate thought he was crying. <laughs> Uh, but he was just using his phone. I mean, yeah, but you could obviously imagine playing for Carlton. You probably wouldn't cry on the front stoop, though. You'd, you'd, you'd take it indoors. Yeah, but... It, it I'm sure he has sat there crying on many, many occasions, but... Yeah, but think about it, it Adam. Like, it'd be, it'd be overwhelming at times, just how awful it would be to play for Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> Fair to say, Mark would never be late for training, as it's about a five-minute walk to Icon Park. There you go. Uh, Adam... DM me if you want his home address. There you go. Done. I will hit you up. And also, another footballer in real life, I have a friend who has been uh, out running in Pascaval South down at the Cross Keys Oval and has seen Eddie Betts getting out there, running around with his kids. Yeah, now, okay. Cross Keys Oval also is uh, where um, Jason Moran... I was about to say, yeah. ...at the uh, Auskick Clinic. I thought you were going to say, you know, you <laughs> knowing our penchant for these kind of colourful characters... Yeah. These colourful racing identities. Yes. <laughs> that you, um, uh, I was going to say, you know, that he found like old shells on the, on the <laughs> ground, the car park. Well, mate, you know what they actually, because uh, I grew up across the road from that oval where uh, Jason Moran was shot. And when they did it for Underbelly, I think I've told this story before on the potty, that they actually filmed it there. So if you had uh, post-traumatic stress from seeing, you know, two guys murdered in front of a bunch of kids. Oh, uh, yeah. Then they, they recreated it for you. Just, Dude. you know, sh- excuse the pun, shot by shot. That is actually a bit brutal. Yeah. How very strange. You, how do you warn people about that too? You kind of go door to door. Because the rebel did have to tell people they were going to be shooting. Well, literally. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> um, go to door to door and say, oh, hi, we're just going to uh, film an assassination yeah. um, just over the road. <laughs> Why are you crying? <laughs> Uh, good times. We are going to hit the road. We uh, I've, done, I've done all that, haven't I? So just yeah, one more no. thing to say. Go. Go Redford.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 